It's the podcast plug segment, y'all. And I'm back with another podcast to promote. Today, I have the Black Women Be Well podcast. Uh, people just listen to the podcast because the black female voice is often overlooked and ignored in health and medicine. Um, I've listened to a few of their episodes. It's a very good podcast. Uh, they surprised me. Very well-spoken, uh, intellectual. Um, like, and I, I was... I was informed more than anything. I like to be entertained and informed when it comes to podcasts. And I was definitely that. I definitely recommend that y'all take a listen to this. Um, the platforms are going to be on is Apple, Spotify, Google Play Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spreaker. And then their social media, the podcast, uh, their podcast, Instagram is going to be Be Women Be Well. And that's going to be their Facebook and then they have a website at blackwomanbewell.com. So that's going to be it for the podcast plug segment. Definitely check them out. Let me know what y'all think when y'all check them out, okay? Um, also, there is going to be a giveaway at 10,000 listens. I'm still taking pre-orders for the shirts. Uh, once I have all the information I need, I'm going to send it to my vendor and we'll get we'll get started on that. Um, y'all gonna have to pay first because I don't feel like I'm out of pocket. So more than likely, y'all gonna have to send me the money first, and then I'll go ahead and get them made, and then get them shipped out to you. Like if I, y'all send me the money, then y'all ship them out to me. It shouldn't take no more than like maybe a week, is, maybe less than that, depending on how long it takes for them to get it made. But it shouldn't take that long. All right. Um, also got a few things coming for y'all. I got some some new segments that I'm working on. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And then once again, I'm doing the giveaway at ten thousand listens. I'm at pretty much almost 9,500. So I'm going to keep you updated on that. Um, to either participate, you're going to either have to follow the Instagram at AverageJTPC or the Facebook page, Thoughts of an Average Joe podcast page. All right? Just be on the lookout for that. Now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. My name is Troy Jackson, man, your favorite Average Joe. And I got one of the favorite returning guests on, my man Zay. What's going on? How you doing, my brother? Man, what's up, man? How you been? I've been good, man. How you been, man? Man, living. <laughs> that's great. That's great to hear, bro. I'm glad, you know what I'm saying? You living, I'm living. We that's both the best living, day, man. Boy. I you woke up saying? this morning. <laughs> you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people can't, some people can't up. say that, you know what I'm saying? They dying, man. Some people cannot say that they did not wake up this morning, so we are blessed. I am blessed to see you again, man. It's always a pleasure, always an honor. Every time we link up, I got to make sure you get on the podcast. When y'all hear this, y'all know he back in town. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, 
it's my dog, man. I'm always gonna be on. You know what I'm saying? Like you always make sure you're back in town, man. So um, we're gonna talk about changing the guard today. Uh, you you brought this to me, and it's gonna be a very interesting topic. I don't got no <laughs> notes today, so it's gonna be like the first time like <laughs> we actually just having a real cold. You know what I'm saying? Conversation. So all right, so changing the guard. You brought this to me. What do you mean by that? Man, it means many different things. Okay. Right? So um, in life, you know, a lot of times. You got, you got to come out with the old and with the new, you know what I'm saying? And that's a context that applies to a lot of things, especially in America. Um, you see it in sports every day. You see it in, um, you know, the average Joe per, per take, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people lose their jobs each and every day, man, yeah. because the new kid came in and they weren't qualified for it. So mm -hmm. I just think it's an important topic to talk about, especially if you're an average Joe. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. A lot of people lose jobs every day because a new guy comes in. Yeah, man, that's right. Everybody can relate to. That's facts, man. Like, yo, I'm just thinking, like, yo, that is facts. Like, we can even, you know what I'm saying, we can even go to sports. Eli Manning, and Daniel Jones. Hey, man, Danny Dimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? He just comes in and he's just like, hey, and he just takes over. And now it's just like, yo, like, dang, like, what happened? Like, but you know what's so funny, man, is like how we like. As soon as something new comes, we're all on it, but we're on it for a certain period of time. And then when the next new thing comes, we're, like, ready for that. It's kind of like how today is, like, everything's so modernized today. So it's like, and it comes so fast to us. So we really don't have too much time to appreciate everything that comes in our life. So it's like, <laughs> it's so crazy, man. Like, when you really think about the changing of the guard, we're constantly changing. Like, mm -hmm. I can think, like, okay, the baby just dropped his album, right? Mm-hmm. Now next week, so when Summer Walker album dropped, mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody gonna forget about the baby. That's right. That's facts. Now mind you, last year the Migos dropped their album around this time too. Their album was fire. I can't think of the last time I played their album because mm -hmm. it's so everything's so accessible. You know what I'm it's, saying? Yeah, like, I feel you. It's kind of like uh, when SZA dropped her album, she was hot, hot. and now ain't nobody. You know what I'm saying like I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm thinking like, dang, like where she at? She need to come out because uh, all these other females coming out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Now people like I, I, it was funny, man. I, I was watching uh, my Instagram and somebody was like, "The baby, the best rapper, period." And I'm like, "What the hell?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I remember six months ago, seven months ago, y'all saying Drake the best rapper. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Drake done changed the game, and now the baby the best drop. And I, and no hates on the baby. I feel like he's a real he's a really talented artist. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can't say he's the best. He, you know what I'm saying? Like his body of work doesn't signify that he's the best. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. him, like the best is being number one consistently over and over and over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you may or may not like Drake, you may or may not like what he stands for, but numbers don't lie, bro. Numbers don't. So it's like for anybody to say you're the best at something, it's like we're so quick to like mm -hmm. <laughs> jump on a bandwagon mm -hmm. for some new stuff before we just sit back and really understand. It's like Danny Dimes is like, yeah, that's my dude. Like he he beat Tampa, but <laughs> I can't forget Eli gave me two Super Bowls. And you feel me? I feel you on that. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, it's you know like saying? Nick. It's like Nick Foles mm -hmm. won you a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz ain't do nothing. Carson Wentz ain't do nothing. But Carson, my boy, though. But I can't forget Nick Foles. Nick Foles did. What, Nick Foles did something like, that I'll never be. I'll never forget. You know like, what I'm saying? I like when Nick Foles came in as a rookie, man, mm -hmm. took y'all to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Would have yep. took y'all to Super Bowl ends. Went went eleven to five. Yeah, we yeah we would we would have went if uh, if um if Drew Brees that year ain't beat us. I remember that. That's oh, what I'm shit. saying. Led the league in touchdowns mm -hmm. to interception ratio, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. man. People forget about that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a perfect example. So changing the guards, right? Because 
we'll, we'll talk about sports because we'll, we'll, we'll transition back. I feel I didn't take Andy Reid for granted, but I felt like other fans took Andy Reid for granted because we got this hot new shiny toy in Chip Kelly. He <laughs> tore our team apart, bro. He just tore our team apart. And I'm sitting there going like, oh, what, like where's Andy? Like, <laughs> Nah, but that's that. you know what, man? It's so funny because that you can also say the same thing for Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching Sports Center the other day and they talking about Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Now, GOAT. Last time I checked, stands for greatest of all time, mm-hmm. not greatest of right now. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Not greatest for at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, like hasn't, he hasn't done anything to Tom, be the greatest of all time. Tom, like, you know last time I checked, got rings. And got, beat him twice last year to do it. Twice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's hard for me to say. He the GOAT. Yeah, I, was, I feel you. Bro, raw, though. You. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he, he raw. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> bro, it's definitely you. raw, but he ain't the GOAT. I feel you. If we, we can relate the same thing to cars, bro. Like, you get a car, oh, and then you see this new car, and you be like, well, my 2015 works fine, but I want that 2020. That leads me into exactly what I was going to talk about, man. So, like, funny thing, funny story. So, um, I'm, at the, I'm at my old job the other day. I just mm-hmm. went up to visit them. So... Mind you, I got an iPhone XS Max, mm-hmm. right? Before that, I had a 7. Like, I'm one of those people, if it ain't broke, I ain't trying I to I still got the 7 Plus, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm being real. Like, I'm smart. If mm-hmm. it ain't broke, I ain't really trying to fix it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, that's what I do. I run into my homeboy. He like, yeah, man, I, I just got that 11 Pro, da 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 I'm like, dude... You just had the iPhone XS Max. Why are you upgraded? For no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no point. There's no difference in the phone. The it only really difference ain't. is you just got a camera and a faster processing unit. Right? It really ain't, So now bro. I really think about this, man. Like, how many people live outside of their means just to change guard? Mm. A lot of people. A lot of a people. A lot of people, bro. Like, when we sign up for these plans... Especially like with Sprint mm-hmm. and AT and T, Verizon, and Verizon, <laughs> we get that iPhone Forever plan. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, bro? Do we own anything in that? Or are we forever tied to them? Forever tied to them, bro. So like, it's power when you really think about that, man. Because for the rest of your life, forever, you are tied to them mm-hmm. to up just so you can get the new. For real, like you know what I'm saying, like it every- ain't even nothing different about nope. the new, bro. Everybody <laughs> keep asking me. They was like, "Yo, when you getting the new iPhone?" I'm like, "My iPhone is paid off." All right, like <laughs> can't nobody come and take your phone, can they? Nope. But if one of them forget to pay their phone bill or anything like that, they don't own the phone. So now what happens is on your bill. That bill that you didn't pay, or that bill you forgot to pay because you couldn't pay it because the bill got too high, now they just added that on top of all the charges that they're going to send the collections. Mm-hmm. If I feel like, hey, Verizon, you cool, but I want to go somewhere else. This phone's paid off. I can do it. They can't They can't tell me no. It's it's crazy, man. It's like we live our lives to get in debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... You we right with the phones because the X was the X the XR Max or the X Max I don't even know because yeah I'm still on the seven plus like it just came out not that long ago bro, and then they come out year. with a brand new phone there but oh I gotta get it but y'all just got that phone and before that the eight came out it came out last year bro <laughs> and the only and then the thing is too what happens is and I feel bad for older people because you know our older generation they smart mm-hmm. they like shoot I don't really need this phone anyway I just mm-hmm. got it because I was forced to get it mm-hmm. so then when they get the phone they got to upgrade all the time be, well upgrade the software right mm-hmm. and then that's what they tell you to do but at the same time the software killed the phone yep right mm-hmm. and so now you got a 7 like what you mm-hmm. got you didn't upgrade it to 13 because 
Yeah, I just That's upgraded what they told today. You to do, mm, right? I just upgraded today. Now you start noticing your battery die faster. Mm-hmm. You start noticing that your call quality don't sound the same. Mm-hmm. You start noticing all the little things about the phone that you like, dang, bro. Yeah, we noticed. We was we was tech supported Apple, bro. And I'm just sitting there going like, "That's what I'm saying." And I'm like, bro. "Yo, like and then now you your phone messed up." So mm-hmm. as a consumer, you want a working product. Yep. Now you go into the store. Now you got to buy an eleven hundred. $1,100 phone. It's ridiculous, bro. Now your bill just went up. Mm-hmm. Now you stuck with them for life. Mm-hmm. And then you still don't know how to use the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... Funny it's, story, right? Because when we were working at Convergence, right, for the longest, I ain't had no iPhone. <laughs> Only reason why I got one is because I got sick and tired of trying to help these customers. They ain't know what I was doing. I knew the... Like you said, I knew the, I knew the most of it. But the basic stuff, like, oh, how do you, like, delete this, delete that? I don't know because I, I still had a note. So I was like, bump Bro, it. you used to kill me. You used to kill me. <laughs> I remember when you was doing, like, when you got when you jumped to Mac Plus. Oh, my gosh, yo. It was like, yo, Paul, hey, yo, Zay, you on the call? Nah, bro, I'm not on my call, dude. <laughs> hey, man, so the customer said this, <laughs> this, and this, and this. What would you do in that situation? Well, I would do this, this, and this, T. Oh, man. Okay, okay, I ain't think about that. Yeah, Mr. Customer, no, what I'm saying. <laughs> no, Mr. You gonna let me talk? You, you gonna let me talk? Hold up, hold up. Hey, man, this dude ain't, I'm about to hang up on this guy, man. He ain't need to let me talk. Hey, yo, T, you tripping, man. Just chill, bro. <laughs> yo, we going from like zero to a hundred. <laughs> Real quick, yo. I used to be like, Bro, what's wrong with this? And it did, yo, it's crazy. It's like right after you left, bro, like it didn't even take me long. Like, cause I was like, yo, I stayed at Mac Plus. I'll still get OT, no problem. Just like that. They was like, oh, you gotta go to tier two. Bro, the moment they tell me, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the moment they told me I had to go to tier two was like, I was like, yeah, I need to find another job. Cause <laughs> this ain't working. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was in that thing, man. I was cooling, bro. We was cooling. We, was we, up, just, we want to make overtime. We can make overtime, bro. bro you get to tier two. Check, it man. ain't no overtime. And Sitting then available, just chilling. Yeah, and chilling, bro. And Eat then snacks. for real. And then y'all, tier one just had it made, bro. Cause then tier two, man, like I had to deal with Pete. Pete wanted me to sit in a specific section. I'm like, bro, like I'm grown. And then he pulled me to the, he pulled me to the, uh, the break room one day like the room where the ps4 and everything was at talking about why you being disobedient i'm like first of all bro let's like like let, let's cut it i'm a grown man because i don't want to sit with you because i don't want to sit in your section i know what got me to be in the tier two and that's around being my group that helped me so me sitting next to you is not being counterproductive because i know how i got here so if it's not broke don't fix it exactly. you want me to change something but my numbers aren't looking good since i changed it so we need to go back to what i was doing exactly that's why I said change of the guard applies to so much in life. Mm-hmm. And when we th- sit back and think about it, it's like, man, it's so much in life that you change. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I think what made me talk about this topic was the fact that I had to change so quick and move, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in Orlando. I had, a, I had a happy life. You know what I'm saying? I was comfortable, mm-hmm. bro. Like, had a girlfriend, had a nice crib, mm-hmm. decent car making good money salary wise in school like any man's dream mm-hmm. but i wasn't happy bro like i needed to change mm-hmm. and but then it's like when i look back on it i'm just like man like it happened so fast mm-hmm. and a lot of times in life we don't pay attention to all the details and because we don't pay attention to all the details we miss stuff mm-hmm. and so if you're not understanding when that change is happening then that change happens and then now you're sitting back like Man, hold up. I was just here, and now I'm here, and mm-hmm. it's hard for you to really process. Mm-hmm. So it's like I found myself in that same position. Like, 
when I was going through the change, I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's straight, da-da-da-da-da. And then the change happened, I'm just kind of, like, sitting back, like, man, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in a whole nother state now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. here, dolo. I saw something on, I saw a meme on, on Facebook, and I think it really applies to your situation. <clears throat> it said that uh, if you want to, if you really want to grow stronger as a person, move to a different state where you don't know nobody, where you have to depend on yourself. And that's real. Because when you don't, when when it, it when you first move somewhere and you have to pay yourself, you got to make sure that happens. And then after that, that's when the that's that's when the support comes. But I feel you hundred percent. But I feel like even though people change a lot, people are scared to change. Now, I mean, you're so right about that. I was talking to my homegirl about that earlier, man. Because uh, and I don't I don't get too deep because mm-hmm. people be like, "Yo, you weird," and you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I just don't get that deep because like certain certain things that I think about. Um, a lot of other people don't think about it that way, mm-hmm. and it's perfectly fine. You can agree to disagree, um, but we we were having that conversation around, you know, like what she feels like is pushing the boundaries of her beliefs and what she feels like she's willing to conform to and not conform to. Mm-hmm. And it was a real deep conversation because, like, for me, um, I realized like moving here, moving from Georgia to here. Like was a big step for me because mm-hmm. I was eighteen, moved down here by myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. really didn't know nobody. Mm-hmm. I had to learn a lot on my own. Mm-hmm. And then moving from Florida to South Carolina is like kind of starting all over mm-hmm. again. So each time I move, I have to change some things that I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And whether or not you feel like that's moral to you or not moral to you, it's none of your business. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about good and, and evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I was telling her like, hey, for me, I, I don't feel like, I feel like being good or being evil is like a selfish term to say. Because like it, it depends on your perspective, right? Yeah. So you could say, I'm robbing you. You know what I'm saying? To him, he's doing what he got to do. Mm-hmm. To you, it's like, oh, bro, you, you harmed me. Like mm-hmm. you did. And my thinking is, if you look up good in a dictionary, right, like, when we think about that, a good term is something that's meaning that benefits you and that it benefits whatever you're trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. So when we say, oh, this is good, this is great, this is that, that, and that, it's benefiting us. So that's selfish. You know what I'm saying? Anything that's bad is also against us. Mm-hmm. So it's like we were having that conversation, and it just got it got super deep to the <laughs> point to where I was just like, all right, bro, like... <laughs> <laughs> I can see you're not ready for that yet, mm-hmm. so I'm going to just leave it where it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you want to revisit that conversation, we can go there. Mm-hmm. But to your point, like, you're right. People are scared to change, and people are scared to, like, think about stuff from a different perspective mm-hmm. just because it goes against what you were mm-hmm. talking. So. I'll give you a perfect example, right? So, obviously, you know, you know, I think not, not a lot of people know on the podcast, though, but before I started doing the podcast, I was doing the music. And then after I did my last music, my last project, and I dropped, like, I wish I knew you before then, because I dropped a smooth, like, 15 on it, just alone on the on the producing, and then the singer alone, and the producer was cheap. He was only charging me $25 a song. It was just, I had 26, 27 songs I had to get done. Wow. And I was just sitting there going, like, look, this is expensive. Yeah. I might as well just transfer over to something else, and then I transfer over to podcasting, and then change of the guard, because I knew... The equipment I had was good, but I knew if I want to take it to the next level, I had to really invest. And I'm sitting, and I'm low key scared because you know I've never really invested in something like this before in my life. So now I got three new mics. 
I got I got shirts and merchandise and it's 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 an investment. It's it's scary, but also at the same time it's needed. Because if you know like so what I did was I had a couple of fillers. Like I went ahead and and um hit the guy up who who did the cover art and I was like, Look, bro, I'm thinking about doing a T shirt and then he was like, All right, so I'm gonna take the buildings off for you and just give you like the basic logo of what it what it should have been and then he um he gave me a mock up of what it looked of what it should what he thought it would look like. So when I took it to the store they worked on some things, and then I got, like, one shirt made to take too long, got another shirt made, went back, got the other shirt made. Then I, I started, you know, um, going around to different people and was like, hey, what do you think of this? And I was like, yo, that's dope. When you release it, I'll buy it. So I was like, all right, now I know I got something. Hmm. Because if it wasn't that, I'd have been like, all right, I might just gonna keep these three for myself and keep it moving. And everybody asked me, what's the goal of the shirts? The goal of the shirts, honestly... It's just to bring more traffic to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like the the logo that I have for the shirts is something that's relatable. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's catchy, something that's going to stand out. And if it if the merch sells, the merch sells. But it's a it's it's a change. But I'm also scared because I've never done this before. You know what I'm saying? I've never sat there and actually had merchandise to push. It's one thing, you know, getting people to listen to a podcast. It's another thing getting them to actually buy the merchandise because they actually like it you know what i'm saying it's because yeah. pe- people can listen that's free getting people to actually support and spend money on stuff that's a completely different topic well i mean the biggest thing is like like okay what's your favorite commercial huh i don't even know bro that's a good question like <laughs> all right so i'm gonna put i'm gonna put you in a game right so if you notice most black people are drawing a mercedes mm-hmm. why is that luxury Okay, so you got a luxury image, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the first thing that you think that would prevent you from buying a Mercedes? Cost. Right? Mm-hmm. What a, what cost on a Mercedes? Well, what cost? Yeah. Like how much I think it costs? Mm-hmm. Out of my price range? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like what are the costs? Like what are you spending money on? Because oh. you buy a car, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, I think for the Mercedes, <clears throat> you're spending money more so on the name and then the actual the brand than more so the car itself. Yeah. Same thing like well, I feel like with different types of headphones and stuff like that. Like same thing with like Nike and stuff. You're paying more so for the name than you are for anything else. Yeah, the quality is good, but you could probably find just as a different quality somewhere else. So now think about their commercials, right? So they just had a recent commercial. Um I think it was, I don't know, and forgive me if I mess the name up. I don't know if it's the G L E or the G L C. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the type of car it is, because uh, I don't I don't too I'm not too fond of Mercedes myself. Mm-hmm. But the commercial was just so dope because the way that they depicted the car was being an advantage in your life. Mm-hmm. So, like, the you ever been late with, on a date or your girl ever been late on a date, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so the couple was in the car, and she was about to get frustrated. She was like, oh, my God, because they ran in traffic. So you can hear her saying it in the, in the commercial, like, oh, my God, like, I told you to hurry up. Now we're going to miss it. And then as soon as she said that, the car pulled up like a map. <laughs> showing them a new navigational point where they could go to. Mm-hmm. Then it was another situation where the girl lost her phone and she was like about to she was about to start an argument with the dude. Mm-hmm. And was like, "Did you take my phone?" like da da da. He just like, "Hey, uh car, turn on lamp." It turns on the lamp on the passenger side. She's like, "Oh, there's my phone." <laughs> so it's like it didn't at no point did they talk about cost. Mm-hmm. At no point did they talk about any of the things that you worry about mm-hmm. when you think of a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they did was show something that was relatable for people. Correct. So that, that way, 
you're going to purchase something that's relatable to you. Correct. Because you feel like at that point, like, mm-hmm. dang, if I had this car, man, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stop a lot of those things mm-hmm. from happening. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you can put yourself in that situation. Yeah, you're right. So merchandise, getting to your point, like anytime you're selling something, you don't sell it to people. You more so just put, you make it real for them. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I it's feel like you. you put them in that merch. Like, hey, dude, you need this because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Like, put a purpose behind it. Like, I feel you. You need this shirt because it is. Like, any, like, any, it's like diamond. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think those shirts is dope, but the way that they make it look is mm-hmm. like, <laughs> hey, I need that shirt. Like, why do people buy Gucci? Like, Gucci is weird to me. Yeah, bro, it's, oh my gosh. Like, it's not that great. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Tommy Hilfiger's racist. Polo, mm-hmm. like, they were racist. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> but people buy it, though. Why? That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to think about your merch the same exact okay. way. Like, when you put it out, put it out in a way to where it's relatable to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I look at your shirt, it's relatable to me, so I want to wear it. Mm-hmm. Because, why? I know you, so I support you. You know what I'm saying? But your average consumer is not going to look at it the same mm-hmm. way. Your average consumer is going to ask themselves three questions. Can I see myself in it? Can I wear it with my regular clothes? And how much is it going to cost me? Mm-hmm. If they can't do any of those three things, they're not going to buy your shirt. No, nah, you're right. So it's easy. You just gotta. It's just how you break mm-hmm. stuff down. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. don't don't put that pressure on yourself to be like, all right, guys, I got that merch today. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, dude. <laughs> Continue to build your podcast the way you're building it. Mm-hmm. Continue to build fans, and the people that get to know you and the people that get to want to support you, they gonna buy the merch. Mm-hmm. It's just like Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he was selling his album for a hundred dollars. The people who mess with Nipsey, they bought mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't worry about how much it was gonna cost. He didn't worry about none mm-hmm. of that. He just sold it out. Mm-hmm. Facts. It's sad facts, way. facts. Facts. So I want. I want. I want to switch into this real quick, right? Change another guard, right? So let's keep. Let's talk about this. Why do you feel like people like to keep up with the Joneses? <laughs> Status. Okay. It's just like why people wear Gucci. Why people mm-hmm. like Mercedes? Why? Mm-hmm. It's it's all it's man it's all like advertisement is so powerful it's it, people don't even realize it. Cause I had, I had a debate with this fellow podcaster, uh, Rock Obama. Y'all can check her out. Um, <clears throat> and she was telling me that she she feels she felt like I need to I can't I don't need to date women with money because I need to date women that don't have money because I can't adhere to their standards and what she was saying was she was saying that she can reciprocate what she wants so for example it was this whole debate um because she was like if i have a man and i want a 400 dollar purse he should be able to get me a 400 dollar purse because if he wants if he needs something that's 400 dollars, i can provide that for him i told her the opposite there's so much more you can do with 400 dollars. my car note is 200 dollars. i'm giving you more than what my car note is I can invest four hundred dollars for you in a business. You know what I'm saying? Start you with a business of four hundred dollars or something else, a passport than just a a purse. That's that's in my opinion, that's meaningless. If that makes sense, it's not that I don't have the four hundred dollars. 
Sometimes I do. So what was your point? Like your point was more so like uh, against what she was saying. Like, yeah, it was just more so of not so much against it. I was like, my whole, my whole point was, I'm not saying that I can't date women that got money. I'm just saying that the stuff that y'all want, in my opinion, is meaningless when I could do something more with that money, meaningful for you. If so that are you makes saying sense. you couldn't date a woman with money? Or are you saying you could? I could. Okay, so. Her, she was saying you couldn't. Correct. Anymore. She would listen to my podcast and said that because I was on one of my pre- previous episodes. I said that uh, I don't like dating women that don't got money. Like, and what I mean by that is, is <clears throat> we all struggle. I get it. But if I'm working my tail off, you working your tail off. But every week you asking me for X, Y, Z, you got to manage your money better. I see what you're saying. Like you know what I'm saying, it's that's a sticky situation. I, see what you're <laughs> I don't, so I don't, I don't disagree, but I don't also I don't agree with mm-hmm. that because I feel like it's it's not about the person's pocket; it's about the person's mental. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, first off, she could have money, but she could be a terrible person mm-hmm. because, like, mentally, she's not like the money does not buy you material things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your mental gets you what you want. Mm-hmm. Like the money is just there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like. If she wants nice things, like for me, I'm attracted to women who like are go getters. Mm-hmm. So like they don't ask me to buy anything for mm-hmm. them. I want to buy it for them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Correct. Like, I don't want a woman to come to me and be like, "Hey, yeah, let me buy." Da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think she's that type. She was making an example. She said, "I make my own money, but I like to ask my man for stuff." And I was like, "I get it, because I have a girlfriend and they ask me for stuff." But at the same time, I feel like most women don't like to hear no. And I'm going to tell you no. Yeah. Real quick. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to tell you no. But then when I tell you no, don't sit there and ghost me or be like, oh, you a broke nigga when I'm not. I just don't want to spend. That, that just, that's terrible, man. Because I don't know, dude. Like, that's terrible. That's a ter- that's an ignorant mindset to have. Mm-hmm. Like, as a woman, you should just support your dude regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, if you got the money to go buy it, go buy it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just be, like, you just... You being green, <laughs> I guess this is, that's the easiest way I can say it. Like that's green to me. You know what I'm saying? Like just like a relationship. Like I told you before, man, it should be a partnership. It exactly. Be, like to be equally yoked, that means you got to be equally on the same mental mm-hmm. level, not financially there, mm-hmm. because I could mess with somebody who's broke, but financially they're on the same mindset mm-hmm. as me. I mean, but mentally they're on the mm-hmm. same mindset as me. So that means that they're gonna get to where I'm at mm-hmm. eventually because exactly. we're, we're steadily growing mentally, mm-hmm. but. If I'm mentally here and you're there, like, okay, prime example. I was dating my first, my first girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Like, her parents, she came for money, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She 18, driving a, tw- what, I went to college in 2012. She had a 2011 Beamer, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Three series, turbo, turbo engine, all that kind of stuff. Like, money, she mm-hmm. came for money. So, like, me, I ain't have nothing when I first moved to Orlando. I'm sleeping on the couch. My homeboy's giving me money. Like, mm-hmm. I'm broke. You feel what I'm saying? So, financially, we was in two different points. Mm-hmm. She's taking me on dates. Mm-hmm. Like, as a man, I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, mentally, she wasn't where I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, our arguments or the things that we were getting into was, like, petty. Like, mm-hmm. who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, just because I'm in a, I'm not in a financial situation, I, I, that don't mean I ask you for money. Mm-hmm. I don't ask you to take me out on dates. Mm-hmm. You do. You just do it. You just do it. So you can't make me feel bad because mm-hmm. I'm not where you are. Exactly. And I wasn't blessed with what you was blessed with. Mm-hmm. But now, mentally, if your woman's on the same level as you, like, granted, be at that time, right? If she knows that 
you know what I'm saying? She on that same mindset and she got funds to back me up and stuff like that. And we there and she see where I'm trying to go. Then you you set your man up for success, mm-hmm. right? Hey, babe, I got this job putting you down. Hey, babe, my dad do this. I'm uh-huh. putting you down. Uh-huh. Hey, you you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's that type of stuff. Like, you. you can help people grow. That's mm-hmm. what a relationship is. Exactly, bro. Because I be seeing, I be seeing these, uh, <coughs> these posts on uh, Facebook. And it was like, Y'all need to stop playing, uh, sis. There's plenty of men out here that's willing to put you through school, build businesses, fix your credit, and all this and all that. And I'm like, I get it. And if they, if they do that, that's great for them. But to sit there and say that other men aren't, you know what I'm saying, aren't men because they don't do that. Because you got yourself in a dicey situation. Like, everybody, just because you got a man that's willing to put you through school don't mean the next man ain't shit because he ain't, he isn't able to put somebody through school. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? that's crazy. Like, it's ridiculous, but bro. But see, that's the thing. Like, it's so instantaneous, man. Mm-hmm. That's why I be trying to tell you. It's like, everything is so instant for mm-hmm. us nowadays. We take stuff for granted. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's just sad, man, because it's like, there are a lot of good dudes out there that yep. are just not financially stable. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're not trying that just means that there are a lot of stuff that happens that mm-hmm. unfortunately we Correct. just can't always control yep. now granted b we do get ourselves into those situations but if you're gonna fuck with somebody fuck with them for the mental mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like everything else don't matter mm-hmm. if you guys are on the same mental level and you know where they're trying to go let's be a team Help exactly them that's and it. that's and, and that's what i mean bro like like i like <clears throat> so you hit it right on the head like i don't if a girl not where she need to be at, but I can help her get there and we like there mentally, I'm cool. But if we not there mentally and I see that you're not trying to get there and you just dependent on me to get to, to, to help support you while you got your that that I'm that I that I can't mess with. I agree. And there are signs, you know what I'm saying, for mm-hmm. males and females where you can tell if your partner is mentally there mm-hmm. by the conversations you guys have, by the things that she talks to you about in private. You know what I'm saying? Like if all y'all conversations are just you know, sex or when we going out or when we mm-hmm. gonna do something, then that's not a relationship. Exactly, it's <laughs> yeah, not. That's not a relationship. It's not. That's it's just not. I feel not you, man. It. It, exactly, you just kicking it. Like I'm saying, like I want to have talks. Like, hey, babe, you know, I'm thinking about starting this business. Okay, cool. Let me go talk to my parents. My parents got a business, or let me go find some people who, who got businesses, and we can go ahead and help make sure you get on the right track. You know what I'm saying, or or if you need the help, or if you need to go. Go to the community college, take some business courses, let me know I can go half with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to help you get you to where you need to be, and it's going to come back tenfold for the both of us. Yeah. As opposed to just, oh, when you taking me out, or why haven't you done this, or why are you always at work? Like, yeah, I feel you 100%, bro. I agree. I mean, that's another thing I hate, man. Like, when you got a dude who really working, like I'm talking about he putting in hard work, he, he don't have time for you. I'm exactly. Not, I'm just being real. That's facts. Now he gonna make time because mm-hmm. he loves you and he cares about you. But at the same time, as a woman, if you see your man grinding that hard, why are you not doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. And you should ask yourself: If I got this kind of time on my hand, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody got that kind of time on their hand, there's a problem. Exactly. Like you like, and I hear so many women talk about it all the time. Like you, when you get a dude who got all the time, you don't have the finances. Or he just annoying. He's hitting you up all the mm-hmm. time. Like it's it's steps to it. But mm-hmm. when you meet a guy who don't have a lot of time, he doing everything that he can to see you. That's a problem too. It's like mm-hmm. women have to also step up to the plate, just mm-hmm. like men do. So. Correct. Because it's like 
oh it's it's like they want it's like they want this something that's unrealistic i agree you want you want a man that has all his finances all the time and still at your beck and call making time for you but if he's making all that money nine out of ten he's not going to be he's not going to be available the way you want him to be available so you it, it's compromise yeah. you got to give and take you either go on make you either going to accept the time that he gives you and of course he's going to make time especially if he loves you or you're just going to go with the guy that ain't where that basically you're going to settle for the guy that's going to make time for you but then you upset because he isn't where you want him to be yeah so it's a catch 22 and the same thing same thing goes for men like i, I feel like with us men instead of and I, i'm i'm part of this too instead of getting the woman that we need we get the woman that that we want that mm-hmm. looks good mm-hmm. instead of getting a woman that we need and then after we get her and we're like oh man she's crazy like she's out of this world like well i don't know what i'm doing with her you thinking like i should have chose her all along and it would have knew that's how it be mm-hmm. but you know what it's hard man i'm not even gonna lie it's hard nowadays because you really can't tell because um the internet man it just makes everything mm-hmm. look one way so it's like you see somebody posting and you see somebody talking and they're a completely different person when you get to know them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's so hard. It's a lot of people putting off fronts for social media. It's so hard, and A lot man. of people putting off fronts so for social hard. media. It's like me, like you meet, it's like, for, I think I'm a cool dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know a lot of people, but you wouldn't know that by my social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm super lame on social media. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm super lame. But you meet, you meet me, you talk to me, you get to know me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you dope, bro. But it's like at the same time, I don't know how to, it don't click with me. I don't know how to be on the social media stuff and, and go ham like mm-hmm. that. Show the, show the, get a world a piece of me. Like, mm-hmm. that's difficult. Mm-hmm. And it's like these people nowadays, man, it's so easy for them to just give up everything to the world. Exactly. And I don't think people realize, like, bro, the internet is going to be forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly, forever. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like it's deep, bro. It's gonna be forever. It's like, not not going nowhere. It's, nope. it's advancing. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever you put out there, the world got that forever. Mm-hmm. Loaded on some database, loaded mm-hmm. on some server, loaded mm-hmm. on something. Mm-hmm. You can't ever get that back. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like pictures, it's like videos, it's like memories, it's like all that kind of stuff is like stored somewhere. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> That's right. you, and you giving yourself freely to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I don't know, man. It's it's scary how how the world is nowadays. It really is. Like I'm 25 it, talking like this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yo, it's the changing of the guard, man. Like this tech. Like who would have thought, right? Back in like 1980s, we would have had a we have iPhones dropping every year. Like you know what I'm saying? Like who would have thought back in 2010? Mm-hmm. When did the iPhone first come out? 2008 something like that 2007 yeah i think it was in eighth grade when the iphone one came out it's ridiculous i I thought it was gonna take four years three years every Mm -hmm. hour you know what i'm saying like (laughs) i don't even remember what the two look like what is the iphone what is the iphone bro i wasn't even an iphone fan so we got i got the apple so i'm only iphone seven on (laughs) i don't even remember what the phone looked like crazy right like i'm saying this technology is advancing like i'm saying like the ps4 then the ps5 is coming out and it's just like ridiculous i'm just sitting there going like bro it's too much technology man like can we just keep it simple like how we used to be like bro nobody goes out anymore nope 
Like everybody be in the crib for real. Mm-hmm. It's yep. so it, man. I was I was in the gym the other day. Like, dang, bro, this thing empty. <laughs> <laughs> Being there, only person. So sooner like, or later, you are gonna have a virtual gym, and things are going out of business, oh, man. Like, so what? The mirror. Yes, that's your virtual gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like we lit. It's like everything they be doing in the movies, bro, just be coming true. Mm-hmm. Like you remember in, in Xenon, Warrior, like not Warrior Princess, but uh, man, it was on Disney. I knew you were talking about. Yeah, I think I knew you talking about. They had like the little touch phones and mm-hmm. stuff, or when like um. Kim Possible mm-hmm. Like when they had it mm-hmm. Bro Now we got all that stuff It's wild man Like you know what I'm saying Like we got hybrid cars Before you know it We yeah. gonna have flying cars Like bro It's ridiculous yeah. Yo like yeah, I'm thinking crazy. like do I, I'm thinking back in my head Like alright How long are they gonna take this Like do we really want I don't Do I really want a flying car But this is the thing bro This the, this is what I'm trying to This is my point That I'm trying to make to you When I was saying about me moving And mm-hmm. stuff Change happens so fast mm-hmm. When you miss details by the time your brain catches up to process all the stuff that's unchanged, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Like just us sitting right here right now, we done thought about over 10, 12 years of change. And we ain't even really been thinking about it like that. Nope. It just happened. <laughs> like, I want to tell you something trippy, bro. Like CarPlay. When did CarPlay come out? It ain't been that long. Bro, CarPlay, when it first came out, it was only in select cars. Mm-hmm. It's in every single yep. car now. Mm-hmm. Every single car got a touchscreen now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every single car, even if it's the basic car, got they got the rear view mirror now to where you can boop, bro. boop it then back like, bro. Bro, how quickly did that happen? <sighs> Bluetooth is in mm-hmm. every single car now. Yep. Like, this is like, it's so it's, crazy. It, exactly, man. yo. It's like, so you know what I'm saying? Like, and then because they know that, oh, okay, my car don't have, let me get that car. It just, it just, it just, it's widespread. It just happens so quick. It's just, okay, I got to get this because everybody got that. As opposed to just staying with what you got, living within your means until you can get that and still be financially good. As opposed to having that get you in debt and then you still in debt. And then now we forever indebted to the man as opposed to, you know, working, building our brands for what we need to build on because we wanted to have this and that. That's the one thing that all this taught me. Is like, look, everybody's like, why don't you get the iPhone X? Because for what I can spend on the iPhone X, I can get shirts made, hoodies made, sweaters made, new mics, new stands, and still cost less than the iPhone Max. The iPhone Max. So would I rather invest in myself or invest in a phone when a phone's going to be a phone? But see, like I tell you, like I said earlier, that's not your phone. You don't own it. Yeah. Well, no, I own this one by itself. I see what you're saying. No, nah, but but that's a people, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's unfortunate, man. Like, we don't own a lot of stuff that we got, but we think we own it just because mm-hmm. we deal with it. We see mm-hmm. it every day, but we don't own nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's why I be trying to tell people. I be like, look, when they be trying to get a new car, I'm like, if nothing's wrong with your car, pay that off and you own it. Because if you get into, if you be like, oh, like, I know somebody that have gone from a $300 car payment to a $500 car payment because they wanted the new whip. And then within a span of six months, that car is repossessed. And I'm just sitting there going like, if you would have just stuck with the car that you had, you would have been solid. If I, I, I wouldn't have gotten a new car if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't get into that car accident, bro, I would have been straight. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss my baby. I feel you, man. <laughs> she, she, was, she, was, she was doable. I feel you. She had a nice little speaker system. Mm-hmm. We got her from A to B. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I had her since I was 18. No, I had her since I was 20. 
when she got into that car accident, I crushed me, crushed my soul. I man. feel you, man. My first car was 1987 Nissan Altima, and I was yo, I loved that. We had some things wrong with it, like the the sunroof will leak. But when I tell you that was my baby, it got me from point A to point B. I went to uh, Sanford to tally with it, tally to Jacksonville with it, was just cruising. And then I got in that accident. I'm like, oh. Bro, I'm talking about I used to ride it with the top down on that thing. <laughs> had, had the little sunroof mm-hmm. open, you know what I'm saying? Windows mm-hmm. down, had the breeze going, my music bumping. I'm, I'm sitting all the way back in the seat, feeling it, you know what I'm saying? Now. I love my new car. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's definitely my dream mm-hmm. car, but you know, it's it's not her. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. You and you and that car, y'all been through moments together, times you know together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel she you. She got me hooked on black ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she got me through times, bro. <laughs> she got me through a lot of breakups, man. Mm-hmm. We was me and her. Mm-hmm. Yo, I feel you. <laughs> Going through the breakups, you used to be taking that stroll, just you be baiting, me, and you feel like the car be <laughs> <Yes>. listening, yo. <laughs> you be like, you know me, what? This is why I mess and, with you, it yo. Was me and her, bro, mm-hmm. down the highways, mm-hmm. whipping, listening mm-hmm. from Convergies every day, back and forth. It was me and her, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about my car. A lot car. of trips to the studio. Me yep. and her, bro. Like, That's how I feel about my car I got now. Before I start making music, I would make music. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to feed you some music. Let me know if you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you, man. Then you got to get a new car. It's like those Your memories. Tell you everything, everything bro. You just like you said, you feed it some music, bro. You can listen to the mix. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, this ain't sounding right. Yeah, exactly. You, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your car tell you everything, man. Everything, now bro. That you got it. Now I got a new whip. I got to break her in. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. It's we, not the same. We still learning each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people going to think we crazy, but no. I know, I know some people relate to us, yo. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you, to, man, yo. They going to be like, yo, these niggas talking about cars. <laughs> they weird. <laughs> but, yo, it's, it's, yo, it's facts, man. Like, straight facts. It just goes with everything, but that's bro. That's why I said changing mm-hmm. the car, man. It, it, you don't realize it, but it applies to so Too much in your things, life. Yo. So much. So many things, for real, for real. I agree with you 100%, bro. This was a dope-ass conversation, yo. <laughs> <laughs> this was a dope-ass conversation, like always, man. Like, I, I really fucked with this. I appreciate you, bro. All love, you man. You know what I'm saying? You brought this to me, and I'm like, all right. I'm thinking, like, how am I going to write for this? I was like, you know what? Me and Zay got enough chemistry. I don't got to write for this. You don't have to ask me questions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we, just, we just flow it, man. That's yeah. all we doing. Like, we just flowing, like... I remember uh, it'd be some episodes like if I know if I really if I think we really click, there's no need for no notes. Like you give me a topic and we'll just flow it and we'll just keep it going. Everybody's like, how do you do that? You gotta have notes. I'm like, if you know, like one thing I learned doing the podcast is, whenever I bring a guest on, I I have a conversation with them beforehand, so I know what their strengths are, know what the weaknesses are. Like if I know you're not good at politics, we're not gonna talk about politics. We gonna I'm gonna keep you into where. I know what you're good at, and then we're gonna make it work. And then if I know that if, if it's a good topic to where I know I off the dome, I, we could talk about a good thirty minutes, and we just gotta fill the other 10, 15 minutes, and it can work. Speaking of politics, <laughs> have you seen some of the stuff that's been going on? A little bit, yes, bro. CNN is like watching um, all my children. <sighs> like it's so much. It's so it's so hilarious how like our political system has changed. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it was a time when I could pull up CNN and be like, man, I'm actually learning something. Cool, cool. Oh, yeah. You, it was a time you could pull it, you could listen up, and it's credible. It was, now it's like now comedy, it's, bro. Now it's, it's serious comedy, mm-hmm. bro. It's like, it reminds me of Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. You remember when they were, like, reporting, and you was, like, looking at them, and you like, dang, dude, mm-hmm. look mad weird. He got eyeshadow on. <laughs> like, bro, think about it. It's so creepy, man. It's like, ridiculous. It's a joke, man. All this is a joke. Mm-hmm. While at the same time, they steady passing policies mm-hmm. and they steady doing things under the table. Like, bro, you know, each and every day, bro, they have session. Mm-hmm. In these sessions, they talk about different policies they're going to approve and not approve. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff. They're like, yo. Like, like we really think they just be in there kicking it. Nah. <laughs> They sit here and distract you what they want to distract you with. Yeah, and then little man. and then uh, and then under the table, these deals are getting done. These 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 changes are getting done. And you and then down the line when it's ready to introduce, you like, yo, how is this happening? Because they distract us for what they want to distract us with and people not paying attention. If you really sit there and look at it, bro, whenever it's like a big change that about to happen, it's always some mass event that happens. Either a mass murder or something to distract us. And then little do you know, right there in the fine print, it's all. Oh, uh, Senate passes bill such and such, and you're like, How did this happen? But yeah. because this happened, yeah. you wasn't seeing it, yeah. And it mm-hmm. be like that so much, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's even gotten to the point to where, like, our voting is starting to not matter, unfortunately, yeah, it really. Is. But I think a lot of people saw that in this past election, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, you know, stop any of your fans who are Trump supporters, so nah, I, we, would we speak, uh, I would not speak, I would not speak, you know, poorly of Trump, you know what I'm saying? Because Trump, Trump ain't. Trump wasn't all terrible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There were some things that he did, but he's he's not a great political speaker. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he is not the most intellectual person when it comes to understanding foreign policies mm-hmm. and things that are good for Americans. Mm-hmm. So I believe it at that. But you you understood, like, and I told people so much, man, like, okay, when we're voting, we have to make sure that we're taking advantage of the Senate votes, mm-hmm. right? Our electoral people, mm-hmm. like the electoral college is extremely important. Mm-hmm. We're going to those ballots and those votes. Mm-hmm. The people that we vote in our district offices, our local people, mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we take advantage of that. Yep. That's when our vote matters. Mm-hmm. Our vote doesn't matter Correct. for us going out and supporting the president that they, that we want because, because we think they're cool. Like you got you to even, even take it into account like this, right? So... What people and I think what people fail to realize, what is it? Is it the Senate or is it the Congress? Where it's like, well, like they they're in there for life. It's one of them. I can't remember which one it is, but I think uh, Congress. Congress, yeah. depending on the president. Well, not judicial. It's the judicial okay. branch. So it's judges. Like mm-hmm. uh, they serve. I think they serve a life term, and then if they want to step down, they can. You know what I'm saying he appointing people judges and all this, and you sitting there going like, now we stuck with this guy. We want this guy, and you 100 percent right. That's why like. The people that when our vote matters, people don't take advantage of that. They take advantage of what we think with the presidency matters. And that, like, as we've seen, that, well, is, you know what I'm saying? Well, like I said, man, it's based off of that representation. Mm-hmm. What people got to understand is it's not about what the president's going to do for you or not going to do for you. Because most of that is propaganda. Mm-hmm. Like Correct. I told you before, advertisement is powerful. Mm-hmm. But when we're really thinking about the the people that actually matter is when we're when those district people are going around to us and they're talking and they're saying what they're going to do and what they're not going to do we don't pay enough attention to that mm-hmm. right and because we don't pay enough attention to that they coincide right with 
every everything going up the chain. So that's Senate, that's Congress, that's the president mm-hmm. that we elect. And so now when you get the president that you think you want, right, and we mm-hmm. vote them in, then what happens is there's a sway of power because now our Senate is majority controlled of the people. And I and think that's what people don't realize. The president the president is just a figurehead. He don't yeah. got power like that. He power. He can't do nothing. Exactly. He can't make any changes unless you have a conglomerate of people mm-hmm. who are all on the same page. Correct. And once they're all on the same page, it's going to work. Like, yep. I've been telling people for years, like, racism is still prevalent in America. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that happened over over two, three hundred years ago, da-da-da. I said, okay, cool. Think about it like this. And I think we talked about this before, mm-hmm. right? We celebrate July 4th every single year, mm-hmm. right or wrong. Correct. Right? When's the last time, like, we celebrated, like, uh, like super black holiday there was Juneteenth a, you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. but most people don't know about Juneteenth yep <laughs> most people don't know about it you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. but we don't celebrate Juneteenth Did, but we celebrate Independence July. Day wasn't even for us because we weren't free it wasn't and that's <laughs> my point so it's like it's okay for me to remind you every day that my ancestors were insane. And the thing about it is so scary that people don't think about, especially being an African-American is, that was only my mom, my grandmother's mother who was mm-hmm. in slavery. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget, like, you know what I'm saying? My my parents grew up in the, in the, in the segregation era, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy, like, my you know what I'm mom, saying? Like, my mom was born in the segregation era. My grandmother was a part of the segregation era. Her mother was a part of that slavery mm-hmm. movement. You know what I'm saying? Like her they were part of the Ku Klux Klan party. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm like, saying? like this wasn't that far. It, it was. Not, it like, wasn't these that. People are touchable. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it's just crazy, man. It's like that's why I say like we forget stuff mm-hmm. so fast because stuff is constantly mm-hmm. changing. Mm-hmm. And when we sit back and think about the change, then it's too late. Yep. So a hundred years mm-hmm. from now, what's going to happen? Right? We're going to have. We're not going to know who we are as a people, mm-hmm. right? I, I, and it's sad because I said this to one of my friends the other day, and we kind of had a debate about it. But I said, the African-American culture is the only culture that does not understand who they are. That's fact. I agree with that. Right? I agree 100%. When you, and, I, and the reason why I say that is because you can look at Jamaican culture. Mm-hmm. They have songs, mm-hmm. right, that, that represent Jamaica. Mm-hmm. They have foods that represent mm-hmm. Jamaica. They have all that kind of stuff. The same with Latin culture, all this kind of mm-hmm. things. African Americans are the only culture to have a mixture of so much different stuff. Yep. Right? We don't have anything that we can truly call our own. That's facts. Like, I can't think of anything. You know what I'm saying? So it was like when I learned about Juneteenth and I learned about those holidays that I can celebrate, of course I'm going to celebrate that. I'm going to make people aware of Mm -hmm. it at the same time because it's like we have to support one another. We have to come together. Mm -hmm. Like. I look at I look at segregation. I think of, I think of segregation so differently now, being an adult, than I did when I was a kid. Like it's horrible, yes, but at the same time, we still had so much power, mm-hmm. and we let the, we allowed them to take away our power because we made things separate but equal. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like only thing we've always been fighting for is equality, right? And I feel like we we were fighting for equality. But I feel like during the whole segregation, that's when we were close as a people because we had point. no other choice. We but didn't to have be. to fight them for equality mm-hmm. because we were already greater than what they were. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like if we would have just thought of more so of a position like our school systems are going to be great. 
Yep. Our co- we're going to create. Like, we could have created so much for ourselves. Like, we started the HBCUs, but then it died down. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Our school systems are going to be Ivy League colleges. Mm-hmm. Our school, our, our, our education system is going to be one of the highest. We're going to, you know what, you guys want to cast us out? Okay, we're going to build up our own. Like, that's how Civil War started, mm-hmm. right or wrong, right? Correct. You had the, you had the South division mm-hmm. and you had the northerners right mm-hmm. and they fought against each other because they had two different policies mm-hmm. right the confederate had their own rules and laws now mind you it went against everything and at that point in time we couldn't have done it because you know every time we built something like black panthers mm-hmm. they shut us down exactly immediately. but black, the black panthers they were smart man mm-hmm. they was really smart and that's why they killed them off because like they were trying to get them they were trying to show black people that hey we don't need that. Mm-hmm. If we stick together, we can build our own community. We can have our own stuff. Like that's why it's like, like I, even though Black Panther wasn't like that good of a movie to me, mm-hmm. it was still so powerful because mm-hmm. it's like that was the first time you saw a like, all black movie, mm-hmm. all black cast of people sticking together and building something great. Yep. And it's like you you think about that like man, if they're able to do that, imagine what we could have done mm-hmm. because. All the things that America depends upon, any electrical thing, any invention that occurred, it came from the black community. Exactly. Right so imagine if we kept all that knowledge to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Where would we be right now? Way better off. Way better off. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like our derivative should have been different mm-hmm. at that time. I agree but with you. I can't fault my ancestors because their backs were against the wall. And I feel like I, I feel like the same way, right? And me and my me and my homie was was talking about this. We was like, bro, we have so many HBCUs. Imagine if we just decided, you know what, we done with these PWIs, and we gonna take all our talents back into HBCUs. We we will have we we will have way more power than what it is because then there's no there's there's no more PWIs out here taking our talent. All of it's going back into the community. Problem solved. And that's the and that's the and that's the thing that hurts because it's like it's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. Because what you face is as a black person, they tell you if we don't go to this school or we don't get this education, we limit ourselves when we're trying to compete in a white man's mm-hmm. world. Because our our structure is 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 fa- it's not it's not stable. Mm-hmm. Like our black community structure is not stable. Mm-hmm. We're, we're settled on, on faulty ground, and because of that, we can never truly grow. So what we have to do is we have to break everything, right, mm-hmm. and just build, rebuild. Mm-hmm. But we need to build a stable settlement because then we'll have leverage. Correct. Because that's that's why we can't. Because if you think about it like this, if we took all our black talent out of schools and we put the funding into HBCUs, yeah, HBCUs would have more money, and then our education system would get better because it has no choice to. But at the same time, does that now limit the black man from being able to compete based off of what the white person says the accreditation is for that school? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or does that help that black man's chances? It's just how you really mm-hmm. think about it. Like, mm-hmm. what what happens in that situation? Mm-hmm. And, is, and, and the second question is, as a black man, are you willing to take that risk? Mm-hmm. Now, that's real because you can... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's say hypothetically that happens, right? We don't have nobody of our, 
no African American in that type of in that type of power to be like they could easily be like you know what okay y'all moved all this over there the accreditation now is going to be higher it's going to be harder to get it's going to be harder to maintain it and then they're forced to go back to where it was but if we had people in that position now nah, it needs to stay where it's at I agree with you one hundred percent see what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like you got to ask yourself am I willing to take a risk of doing this like that's why it's like Colin Kaepernick man he is so dope because he was willing to take a risk. Mm-hmm. First black man I've ever, and he's not even fully black. Nope. But here's my here's my only knock on Colin. Right, the only thing that I feel like is unrealistic, how he was booted out the league, I don't agree with hundred percent. I agree with exactly what he did. But once you settled and got that money, you can't try to you can't try to play in the NFL. Because how I look at it is, if I sue my employer, right, and we settle. I know for a fact I can't ever work for them again because they're not going to hire me. So I look at it at that same concept. That's the only thing that I disagree with that. Other than that, I agree with 100%. Well, I feel like this. I feel like Colin Kaepernick's point got diluted, and it got diluted because of the media's involved. Correct. Right? And this was never about the flag. It was never about the flag, and it became about the because flag. Because people, yeah, it became about the flag. People was like, why are you being disrespectful to the flag? But once again, that flag don't mean nothing to African Americans. But see, that was the media's portrayal mm-hmm. on it. Exactly. Because of that, you got to understand, we're still a minority. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the minority opinion does not matter in a majority population. Correct. Right? So if majority of America is white and the media understands that, what do you think the media is going to do? Mm-hmm. Their pinpoint is going to be that, right? Mm-hmm. And as a consumer, right, or as a as a as an owner of something, and it's just business. I'm sorry, you know. And then on top of that, it's not like you're that good of a quarterback. Granted, B, he 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 was okay when he was mm-hmm. in the league. He took him to the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. they didn't win. And then after that, he digressed. Correct. So it's like I ask myself as an owner, if I'm an owner, regardless if I'm white or black, if majority of my consumers are upset with you because they feel like this. Do you think I'm gonna employ you? And I think the I think part of the reason is like part of the reason why people got so upset and I can agree with that is you get people like Jay Cutler who's trash or other people who's worse than him getting more shots, get more opportunities. But the way I look at it is is I'm like, okay, I see where you coming from. Because if I'm an owner, I'm like, do I want to take the guy who's less but doesn't who doesn't have a lot of immediate attention on him that could negatively affect the team? Or do I take him? I see both sides of the fence. Well, nah, man, because you got to think about it like this, man. Marshawn Lynch never stood for the flag, never stood mm-hmm. for the Pledge of Allegiance. Never. Correct. And he was in the league, what, 10, 12 years? Mm-hmm. Marshawn Lynch never stood mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. It's about what they did, mm-hmm. right, and how they how they did it. So they, they, they picked a player that they knew would draw attention to mm-hmm. himself, right, and then once he drew that attention, they, it's, it was a setup. Man. It was because you know what you're right. Because Marshawn don't talk, so Marshawn, you can't. You can't, you can't get that information exactly, out you of can. him. So what's the point of making it a story, mm-hmm. Marshawn? Why'd you sit? Because <laughs> I feel you 100. percent You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Marshawn is going to feel how he feels, mm-hmm. regardless. He's not going to make it. He's because he under he's smart enough to understand how America plays the game. Mm-hmm. Colin, right? Colin took a risk. Now, he's noble for what he did, but at the same time, you have to understand how to play the game. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in those policies, understand that you are a minority and then understand how to properly play the game. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So Correct. it's like in that in that situation when the ESPN reporter is interviewing you, what would you have done? Would you have answered the question, diverted the question, 
stood up like it's so many things mm-hmm. that you could have done in that situation and i'm pretty sure colin thinking back on that he probably says to himself man we could have got on top of it like that's why I, I respect lebron so much and people talk so much crap about lebron but lebron is a master manipulator of media no that is facts he is, so, <laughs> he is so clever his team is so clever because they get on top of stories before stories become relevant mm-hmm. and then what they do is they're able to flip it and make it a campaign right like the more than the athlete campaign mm-hmm. he took something negative mm-hmm. and made it into a positive yep because really that reporter has a lot of power mm-hmm. and what she did she slandered lebron mm-hmm. and a lot of people in america were feeling that way about lebron mm-hmm. regardless of what us as black people mm-hmm. say people was like oh lebron you need to shut up you don't yeah, know exactly nothing. you get you you get paid to play you don't get paid to do anything outside of that and what he did was so smart mm-hmm. man he took that and made it a brand mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel you like Le- Think about that, dude. You are hundred percent right, bro. Like you know what I'm saying, like I don't like. Like think about what Colin Kaepernick could have done. Mm-hmm. He could have made. He could. He could have made a shirt saying "Stand for something" mm-hmm. and left it alone. And left it alone, and then sold merch off it. Mm-hmm. Stand for something. Make your point, then. Right. Mm-hmm. Play. Play good in the NFL. Make another mm-hmm. point. And keep building off that. Mm-hmm. Then go, then hit him with how LeBron hit him. Make a whole documentary on it. Mm-hmm. And then give him facts. Give him facts why this is what it is. Why it happened, how it happened. Then make him listen. That's how you make him listen, man. So I think, I think, I think looking back, Cap is probably like saying to himself, like, man, I could have did this whole, I could have did this whole thing differently. Mm-hmm. Because LeBron could have been like any other person, and your initial reaction would have been like. Bump this beep beep beep. Mm-hmm. She's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then now the media just takes the story and runs with it. Facts. This was dope. We gonna wrap this up. This was real dope, man. Yeah. We got her spitting gems, y'all. Straight gems. Right, when we come to that media stuff, man, I be passionate about that, bro. Cause I understand like it's just straight manipulation. Mm-hmm. That's all straight it manipulation. Is. That's all it is, man. Um, where can they find you at, Zay? Hey, man, if y'all want to follow me, man, y'all can. You can find me at double L underscore Zay. That's the word double followed by the lowercase letter L underscore and then Z-A-Y. Bet. You got anything coming out soon? Uh, man, I won't have anything coming out to the end of the year. Okay. Um, but I'm definitely working on some rebranding. Um, hopefully, I'll be dropping a project soon around that time. Um, I ask, you know, I just ask that you guys support me, man. If, if anything, you know, just a struggling artist trying to make it. I feel you, man. They gonna support you, bro. Cause a lot of people, a lot of people sit there and be like, "Yo, who's that guy singing on the intro? Is that you?" Nah, I wish <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> that definitely ain't me. And then I'd be like, "Yeah, man." And then I'd be like, "All right." So they was like, "You, you got anything else?" I'd be like, "Yeah." If you listen to episode seven, you'll hear the uh, provider. And then it's the other episode, and they was like, "Yo, this dude got talent." And I'd be, like, I'd be trying to tell him, man, like he's getting the audience out here. Like you know what I'm saying, like. You you got you got a gift, bro, and like you tell me, I want you to use that gift because God's going like just how just like how you told me it was going to take off. Stuff about to take off for you, bro. You you about it's it's about to take off when you release your project, bro. That's going to be major, straight major because you got a gift, a straight gift. Not every like what I try to tell people is not everybody can sing and write their own songs. You know what I'm saying like. That's hard to do, 
to sing and write your own music, most people have it to where, because you, you know how your voice is. So you got to sit there and write it to how you wanted to write it because you know what's going to work as opposed to just taking out a few words here and there from somebody else's somebody else's song that they wrote and then trying to make it your own like i respect that so much like you got something great bro like do not give up on this you got something great i remember the first time uh i remember it was like late it was at convergence we was working the uh we was mentoring the new people uh, it was like real late because it was like a three to eleven. It was three to eleven shift, and he was like, "Yo, I make music. Like, Yo, I make music too." And I let you hear it a long time, no teeth on. Yo, that's straight. And then you you heard uh, you played me something. I'm like, "Hold up, what? <laughs> like <laughs> this man can sing? <laughs> like, yo, I did not see this coming. Like, I knew this man could write, but I didn't know this man could sing." And then, so bro, like as soon as I got on the pod, as soon as I started the podcast, bro, and I kid you not, when I sat there and I'm like, "All right, I need an intro," I was like, "I need to hit up Zach." Cause they can sing, and I know for a fact when this takes off, it is it, going to benefit him. It benefits both of us because, like I keep telling you, every time they hear my episode, they're hearing that song at the beginning and at the end. That's never going to change unless I'm playing like somebody else's music. I'm playing music at the end, but that's never going to change. And then even when um we end up doing the new intro. They're going to be hearing the new intro at the beginning, <laughs> they ain't ready the for old that intro at the end. You know what I'm saying? So oh, either man. way, every time, you know what I'm saying? like Season two going to be crazy. Straight crazy. <laughs> y'all have no idea. Just wait. Y'all have no idea oh, what's about man. to happen, yo. Season two going to be crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just like, that's why I just keep trying to tell you, like, uh, like just don't give up, bro. Because, like. You, um, Thank you, bro. I appreciate that so when much. I have when I have like other people listen to it, like other podcasters who are bigger than me the first thing they ask me is like yo your podcast is dope that intro is fire because they never really heard of anything like that it's like a mini R&B song that sets the mood into my podcast and I'm like yo when you when you came out with that I was like yo I sat there I was like yo okay I sent it to like 15 people at once they was like that it's fire. And I was like, I know it. I know it was fire. Yo, that jaw is tight. That jaw is all tights and sick right there. Like, I bro, it, I kid you not, within like the first day, I knew all the words. I knew all the words, bro. Yeah, that draw is fire from the beat to the mood, just everything, bro. I'm just like, thoughts up in that bridge. <laughs> He's like, yo, like. Yo, you funny. <laughs> I, I can't sing, but I don't. Want you to give up, bro. It's like you told me, bro. It's gonna be days you don't want to do it, no matter how long it takes, bro. I got you. I appreciate it. And like it, you man. tell me, if you need anything, I need to invest. You let me know. Give me a little heads up. But I got you because I believe in you, bro. And this is it's gonna take off. Appreciate it, man. Hey, yo, you still got that joint I had sent you, man? Uh, which one? The last joint that you played on that last podcast. Yeah, I do. Yo, could you run that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want me to run it after this? Yeah, run it after this, man. I, I got just want to see, you know what I'm saying? I got you. We get some more love. I got you. I got more you. Traction. I got you. I got you. I still, I still got all the ones you sent me too. If you want me to want me to play any of them? We can talk about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk. We can see what. We can see what's up. All right. All right, y'all, man. Y'all already know where to follow me at, man. Average JTPC. Um, y'all already know. Um, average JTPC. Um, oh, the TOAJ uh, podcast on Twitter, uh, like, share, rate on iTunes, man. I'm on iHeartRadio. Y'all go on my link tree, man. Uh, y'all like the, um, 
just continue, just continue to look out for the merch, man. If y'all like it, buy it. Let me know. I hope hey, y'all, y'all love, love it. it. Y'all gonna love it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, looking at it right now. I need some. <laughs> like I just, you know what I'm saying? Like I keep trying to tell people, man, I can't do this without y'all. So it's much love, much respect, man. Once again, if y'all want to get on the podcast plug segment, don't hesitate to do that. Admin at average JT. Um, everybody eats. I'm gonna put y'all on free promotion, as y'all already know. You know what I'm saying? I put. I put Zay on on the podcast for the intro, and you know what I'm saying? It's just all free promotion. All right, y'all? Much love and respect. John 316. Peace. All I want's a little change, but I'm afraid what it cost me niggas at the houses. Money ain't a damn thing without you, babe. Ain't a simple. Yeah. Know what I ain't real if the sign with you Know what I ain't real if the sign with you, yeah Cash rules, everything around me Hey, you been down since Niggas got the bounce, yeah We cash rules, everything around me Life's salty, now we living largely